0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors.
1: Red Wings trying to get the sweep. Three seconds left. Into the zone. The Detroit Red Wings to the pass. McCarty up over the line. McCarty got by his man. He What a play there. McCarty made. Now we got a fight. it. Oh, and who is he involved with? Looks like that's John Gruden. That's the first time I've ever seen Fettig in a fight. Ten seconds away from successfully defending the Stanley Cup, the Detroit Red Wings. Their bench up. Osgood with his arms up over his head coming out. The Detroit Red Wings have won the Stanley Cup for the second year in a row. Shot in on the new goaltender Eddie Mio in goal. Look at that, Look at that old school mask, and that's something. He's a brave man. catching Pacheco. He's in. Six scores. Kalina. Koester and Probert, though, that's the main one here. These are good friends who rarely ever see Costa and Probert go at it. Most of the former Red Wings For another step. Wings, their offensive catalyst. Number 25, welcome left winger John O'Brien. The world my story. Hello Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. <laughs> Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello Newman. Oh, I know the chunky that left these chunkies. Newman! Someone who was unencumbered by any emotional attachment. Someone whose heart is so dark it cannot be swayed by pity, emotion, or human compassion of any kind. Hello, Newman. I don't know. They're deranged. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Damn you, Seinfeld. (laughs) You useless pustule. It's so great to see a show that's about something. (laughs) Good night, Newman. Hello, Newman.
0: And welcome to episode Chris Draper, episode 33 of the Detroit Red Wing Alumni podcast. Sitting with us today, the incomparable one, the man with the face for radio, Edward Dario Mayo.
1: Thank you. Thank you. you.
0: And joining us in studio today, number 52 for your Detroit Red Wings, Ryan Barnes. Thanks for having me, Newman. Well, one of the things that we always like to remind the whole... barnesy did you
1: say this was episode 33?
0: It was, 33. Seems
1: like 65 being with him this year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're going to talk about two things that actually happened on the Red Wing alumni side this year. One, for the first time ever, the alumni had a shutout. And I called it. That's right. Um, And the second is we have a picture of Al Lux, our equipment manager, actually eating vegetables. So those Ooh. were two big things. So as we get into the show, we know it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on. We want to remind everybody about our Instagram account, Detroit Red Wing Alumni. You can find us on Facebook, at the Detroit Red Wing Alumni. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, at Red Wing Alumni. Uh, want to give a shout-out to Monica McAllister for her work running our Twitter account this year. One of the things that we've really done has been able to live-tweet the games, which has really been – A great benefit for our fans when they're able to see guys like Ryan Barnes get their first star of the game. And Eddie Mio, of course, the consummate three-star guy.
1: I'm always a star.
0: Always a star. Always.
1: In my own mind.
0: (laughs) Legend in your own mind. Speaking of that, Eddie, it's been a little while.
1: What have you been up to? Uh, As Barnesy knows, we're in the kind of the same business. It's been a lot of tournaments, although he coaches. And we had the Nationals, the States upcoming. So the last month been pretty much all hockey
0: all hockey and- all
1: hockey scouting as barnsey's case coaching and scouting my case scouting
0: well you've had a um an interesting start to the year with your new hip right and yeah. we've had you in goal and i'm gonna tell you it looks like that hip was giving you some trouble there on saturday in toledo
1: <laughs> saturday was all about energy drinks is that what it was oh yeah i mean thursday night was ted Lindsay's. Wine tasting. Right. So we kind of got into it a little bit. (laughs) Six o'clock the next morning, I left for Chicago. And it was a little rough ride, so I stopped and saw this. I got. I was going to get coffee, and then I saw Starbucks double energy shot, (laughs) right? So I'm thinking, all right. So I buy two of them. So the ride in Chicago was fine. Then I had a few more coffees watching a a tournament. I left Chicago at 10 o'clock our time. At 1 o'clock, I was starting to get tired. I pulled over, got two more double energy shots. Had to be in a rink in Dearborn at 8 o'clock. So I got home at 3.30, got a little bit of sleep, scouting at 8 o'clock. Then we had the game at Toledo. I did another five-hour energy drink. So when we got on the ice, my heart was pumping a little bit. (laughs) So after 15 minutes and not very many saves, I said, I'm out of here.
2: I think it was a sold out crowd at the and it was at a at sold out Shandler. crowd.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a sold
0: out. crowd. It was there a great crowd Shandler,
1: too. Yeah. Barnsley was there, and I think we all looked. and And then they gave us a standing o at the end of the game. That, yeah, that was, was, great. A, it was yeah. a great
2: night. Yeah.
0: You know, so, it, it, it's kind of like the people sometimes when they go to Jurassic Park. You know, they're so enthralled with the dinosaurs. You know, they're very excited. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> but what they did say at the autograph session, a lot of people were coming up. We don't get to see. Former Red Wings or Red Wings that much, and this was awesome. Thank you, and that's what I what we got most at the table was thanks for coming up. We said, "Are you kidding me?" This was a sellout crowd. We got a standing all and had a lot of fun doing it. So
0: well, and it's nothing against Grace. Grace speaks when we play in Finley um, down in Bowling Green um, because it's always a wonderful charity that we deal with, and they make a ton of money. Um, but they make all their money on the sponsorships. And when we go in there, the building is never full. You know, they have a decent crowd, but it's nowhere close to full. And that Tam O'Shanter, I mean, they were
1: packed in. They were, they were good. Pretty good. I mean, the, the only other game I think we saw that was comparable was Wyandotte at the Zach or Yak. I'm sorry, the Yak. Wyandotte does a good job. Small venue, but it doesn't matter as far as alumni. When you're coming into a building and they're appreciative and, all the benches are full.
0: Yeah, both it gives them, you a little
1: pump up. Both games at Kensington
0: Valley this year had Kensington really
1: Valley, that one game, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah the the yeah.
0: well always brings them out, and then we yeah. had the Amer Prize game, which uh, we classify as Joey's game because a lot of that money goes back to
1: that was the
0: shutout game. That's correct. The one that you
2: called. I called it. Yeah. And and the reason I called it, we were doing warm up and there was no nets on the ice. So I said <laughs> I was skated by Eddie and I said, today's gonna be the game where you're gonna get a shutout. There was no nets out there, and sure enough, when they put the nets on, he was perfect. Tough skate, and then
1: there was the other small net that you kind of mentioned. So, <laughs> and if the nets do come out, let's just replace them with that little uh, whatever net it is for the young kids. But it was that was
0: fun
2: game too. That That's was a, that was uh, real yeah. good pace. Yeah,
0: you know I am interested. Um, both of you being former Red Wings, you know we've ended the season uh, without the playoffs again. Um, and then we've seen the contract extensions now for both Holland and Blashill. Um, what are your thoughts about the team,
2: Barnes? No, I think uh, they're uh, you know they're young, they're uh, they're up and coming, and they're a bit of a transition period, and and with making the playoffs twenty five years in a row, which is a incredible feat I think it's going to take a little bit of time I mean the teams that have had success uh, in the National Hockey League with uh, Kane and Taves they were both you know high picks in the draft and Pittsburgh was lucky to get Crosby and Malcolm back to back and the Kings got Kopitar and Doughty like those teams that have had success in the past you, you've unfortunately with the salary cap word you've got to be bad to be good and uh obviously uh you know, maybe this is the first couple of years of that, that downswing, and, and hopefully they can be back uh, where the, the fans of Detroit uh, deserve to be, and that's back in the playoffs.
0: Well, what do you hold on, Eddie? And I'll get to you in a second. What do you see? How many years do you think it's going to take?
2: You know, it's hard to. That's, I mean, we'll uh, see what happens on Saturday when the draft lottery you yeah. get. Uh, you know, you get some of these guys that are at the top of the draft. It can change your fortunes uh, very, very quickly.
1: Yeah. There's a kid out of Sweden that, if Detroit's lucky enough, can they move up to number one?
2: I think it's 8.5%. Okay.
1: Say we, we, we need a little bit of luck, okay? There's a kid out of Sweden that will be another Lidstrom. At least right now that's what they're talking about.
0: Okay, so allow me to be negative, and we know that my hockey acumen is not the greatest, right? But I think one of the knocks against the Red Wings has always been keeping these kids down in Grand Rapids forever. And by the time they get up here, well, you know they're ready to collect a pension. Sometimes, uh, I know it's I, I unfair, unfair criticism,
1: and I want you to just yeah, agree. I disagree I mean. with you there. I, you know, running an NHL club. First of all, congrats to Kenny and and Jeff. I I I like them. I like them both. Uh, it's unfortunate what we're going through the last two years, but the point is, when you're talking about Grand Rapids, you got to learn your your uh, your keep. And in the past. The Red Wings never needed their young guys down there. Now we do. So let's hope that the training and the coaching that they got down there, and now you're going to see a complete new team, I think, Barnsey, right? Where They're going to give a chance to the Grand Ra- Sometimes when you're with a, uh, an organization that's making the playoffs, like, as we said, 25 years in a row, it's pretty tough to break the lineup. Maybe one guy every two years will break the lineup. And if you look at it, not many did because before the cap, we brought in all kinds of right. unrestricted free agents, Brent Hall, uh, Luke Robitaille. I mean, you name it. We brought him in. So it th- didn't give a chance to the Grand Rapids guys. Now it's a whole new bar- ball game. So a lot of times you think a kid is down in Grand Rapids just because he's been there for three years. It's not easy running an NHL club like some people say. Well, bring up the kids. Well, you still got to be – you, you got to be
2: ready to play nationally yeah. the And
1: you've got to be constructive and you got to be competitive or else, you know, we're seeing it with the fans now. They're getting a little bit impatient because of those 25 years. I think the Red Wings are on a the good. they got some great young ta- talent, double A, uh, Larkin. They're going to have to step up, okay? All these guys that have those three years from Grand Rapids, not in Larkin's case, but he started off in Grand Rapids. These guys are going to be, uh, uh, how do you, FERC? Martin Furk. Yeah, Firk. So these guys are going to have to step up one more year. As far as when we're going to make the playoffs, uh, as Barnesy said, we never know, but I'm going three more years. I'm going three more years of, of a little bit of, you know, competitiveness will be in it right to the end. I don't know if we just have enough to go out. Defense is our problem, and that's why I'm saying, as Barney said, if we do get the lottery pick, that number one pick from Sweden will play at 18. Do you think
0: he'll come right into the league?
1: Uh,
2: yeah, he's planning. I, so. I mean, that's the uh, reports he's planning on, you know, he's not playing in the under 18s. He's not playing in the world championships. You know, he's getting ready to play in the national hockey league next year. So yeah, that's a guy that can certainly change your franchise. And there's a lot of good players right after that too. Like, you know, in the, you know, two through six, they, they can definitely, you know, you put them with, with Larkin, you put them with double A, you got some speedy, all of a sudden you're creating offense and
1: there's two uh two teams that didn't make the playoffs last year okay and I, I got a brain fart right now about the second one but one is New Jersey okay and then the other one's Philly there you go Nolan Patrick number two overall and the Philly kid from Switzerland I mean New Jersey from Switzerland not that they made the teams win but they both came in number one and two picks and both teams that were out of the playoffs last year are in the playoffs so they must have had some kind of an impact. Again, coaching goes a long way, but uh, Nolan Patrick definitely had an impact with Philly, and I wish I could remember. It's the Swiss and I, guy. I
2: mean, the other point to make, too, is uh, teams that didn't make the playoffs, Colorado Avalanche made the biggest improvement of, Absolutely. of ever from a team that was down as far as they were in the standings to, to improve. And again, their first-round
1: the pick played, didn't he? As an 18-year-old this uh, year? Not
2: this year. Not uh, this year. But uh, Rantanen was a first-rounder. McKinnon, Duchesne, I mean... Is, you know, they've had years of, of high draft
1: picks. So anything can happen, I guess, is what we're saying. As long as you bring in that top pick that's going to play in your organization and maybe has, he's not going to be the uh, the tell-all that, hey, because we got number one overall, we're going to make the playoffs, but it sure helps. Remember, we've never been in this position, picking top 10 in the last, what, 30 years? Like Stevie, Stevie right. went four. Stevie went four yeah. in eighty in eighty three, summer of eighty three, because that was my first year coming from New York, yeah. and it was Stevie's first year. Fedick won eight. Fetic yeah, so went eight. Yeah, so in so they had two picks. How do you do that? We had a good year in eighty three.
0: <laughs>
1: Weren't you on the team in eighty <laughs> three? Yeah, Let's but we a had a good year. Mirror. I didn't
0: think we still picked eighth <laughs> overall. Could have been a draft. I mean, uh, could have been a trade. Uh, maybe, but but uh, uh, to to speak to your point, then. So this defensive kid who I've heard nothing but great things about. Right? He's also offensive too. He is offensive. Right. So how do you compare him to Connor McDavid then? Well, two different positions. Well, we're but, talking about a franchise okay, guy. So how
1: about a guy that's going to be able to get that puck out and make those first first passes to your forwards and let them go? That's number one. Connor McDavid, obviously get him the puck, and then he's going to make things happen. But it all starts from the blue line in. Sure. I mean, because I agree,
0: Os he- The number one thing that we hear is that the defense is just horrid right now. It's just not performing the way that.
2: Just just the way the game's going out so fast, you need guys that can, that can get back there and get that puck up to the forwards. And, I mean, I know Edmonton's one of those teams that's also in the lottery. I mean, they'd love to have – I know Edmonton would love to have uh, Darlene with McDavid too.
1: Oh, yeah, because they so, need defense too. You're absolutely defense, right. You know, so. Could you imagine those two together if they get it? Now, here's another key point. There's a kid in Michigan. Is Quinn Hughes. Mm-hmm. Detroit could be right in that position. Now, this kid, you want to get the puck out? He's small. He's small, but he's got the hockey sense, and he can carry that puck from blue. I don't care if he's eight. Well, actually, he's not. Yeah, he's, he'll be 18, right? Yeah, he's It's uh, his late, draft year this year. Yeah. 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 So there's a kid that might be right in Detroit's wheelhouse unless he goes top five, which they might. And if Detroit doesn't move up at all, I think they still got a chance to get this Quinn Hughes out of the University of Michigan. What do we have right now, goaltending-wise? Well.
0: (laughs) Hey, we Uh, don't work for the big club. Jimmy,
1: (laughs) I got to tell you something. Jimmy came on strong. He got his job taken away from him, worked hard, and won it again. Okay? Now, whether Mirozek let him win or not, he did do the job. I don't think goaltending was our problem. Defense was okay. The other kid in Grand Rapids, Coru. Uh, I don't, is it Coru? Yeah, Coru. Corral, yeah. I'm waiting for him to take over. Six foot five kid, but he, I don't know. I don't know his his outings when he does play. He's a little off for me. Uh, well, who are the two? McCollum. Yeah, I mean, I and thought Jimmy.
2: Coru. I thought Jimmy had a, a real good year. Was yeah, probably Jimmy. At, you know, fifteen games this year. I mean, he he gave yeah. his team a chance to win every single night.
1: McCollum isn't in the. It, it, for me, McCollum's not even in the running. It's the six foot five guy, and I think it's David Coro from Northern Jared, Michigan.
2: Jared Coral, yeah, Jared, Jared
1: Coral, Okay, and Jimmy. So this kid, they're gonna try and teach him the backup role. Jimmy's in there for sure. I think goaltending's all right. That's not the problem. Okay, I don't think it's the problem. It's defense.
0: So what do we do?
2: I think we heard from our, our in-house goaltending experts. So that's, that's a,
1: <laughs> well, I think, as Barnesy will probably tell you, that somehow we got to bring in a number one and two defenseman, whether it's through unrestricted free agency, and I don't know who's up yet. Uh, but or, who would come here? Well, that's I mean, up, you've up been to down in the,
2: You've been down yeah. in the new building and the, yeah. the facilities they have. I mean, I know looking at it, for next year the the wing salary cap situation is maybe a little tight but in years to come like you know dowdy comes up carlson comes up whether those guys remain on sign and go to market i mean it's a it's a pretty appealing market i mean jack johnson's
0: still getting bench time
2: (laughs) (laughs) but no i I mean i think for any uh up and coming unrestricted free agent it's a great it's a great hockey market great history it's original six like um you know, and there's going to be cap space down the road. Maybe just not this year, but there's going to be.
0: Uh, no, it's going to be a few years. I mean, some of these contracts no, are no, long. No, no, it's
1: a couple. I, I and agree. The cap's going to go up. There's going to be some yeah. contracts
2: coming off the in books. A couple
1: and, years, if we could. I think, as Barnsey says, it's it's original six. Remember, in the when there wasn't a salary cap, the reason they came to Detroit. Not only original six, great building, Joe Lewis, a lot of history, but look at the guys that were playing there. So what Detroit has to do is build that again right now what they have, so that they're contending. The reason Brad Hall came here, they, they knew that in the next few years they could win the Stanley Cup. Luke Robitaille. Uh, you, you go down every unrestricted signing back in the, the early 2000s. Early 2000s, right. Okay? It was because they looked at Stevie Eisenman. They looked at what the core group was there. Okay? Fedorov. And all, the list goes on. That is what you need for an unrestricted to say, I'm going to come and be part of that. And that will come again. We need
0: more halls and robotized as opposed to Huey Croups and Wendell Clarks. I agree
2: with that. I agree. <laughs> but, and, and I would say too, just to, to comment further on what what Eddie's saying too, like the young players in the league, like the the, the Wings have now, the Larkins, the, the Double A's, the Mantas, like guys in the league, they really respect the, the game that these guys have, you know? So, I mean- You know, guys are watching all the time. You know, maybe I could play on that guy's line. Maybe he could be my winger. He could, you know, we get a chance to play together. Magic can happen. So I think there's there's some real good things going there. That uh, you know, with a couple changes, you know, this thing could get uh, get get moving in the right direction.
1: What's that negative face there, Newman?
0: Yeah, uh, what, what, what are you being for so negative? <laughs> no, it's natural negative face. Last time I checked, That's right. I am. You are the most negative <laughs> person <laughs> right. I've ever met. <laughs> right. So with that, we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we're going to dig into Ryan Barnes a little bit, see what he's up to, talk about his career. Uh, before we do that, uh, we want to thank our sponsors, um, specifically Deals in the D, Jeff Schneider, over there at Zot. Um, big fans of Jeff, you can always reach them over there at dealsinthed.com or give them a call 888-870-2380. Or if you're in the mood to call Tom Masway, the Maz over there at Ford for Zot 248-634-4411. Also want to thank one of our new sponsors, Dr. Joan March, March Dentistry out there in Milford. And you can find her at marchdentistry.net. Also big fans of the Detroit Sports Media, and you can find them at DetroitSportsMedia.com. They've got a lot of interesting things coming up. If you're interested in joining, becoming an associate member of Detroit Sports Media, go to the website, fill out the application. Uh, They review it for you. Trevor Thompson is the president of the Detroit Sports Media, just doing a fantastic job. You've got new stuff coming from them soon. I'm proud to say that I'm a member. We're trying to get Eddie on board as a member of the Detroit Sports Media. And, of course, he's always on board for anything.
1: I've always been against media.
0: Yes. And then the last one we've got, we want to thank Liz Tintinelli with Liz in Detroit.com. You can reach her for all of your real estate needs at 313 617 2699, or you can also reach her associate, Michael DeRay, at 586
2: 924 5486. We'll see you in a minute. Kathleen and I uh, uh, drove to the Delta
0: and i'll tell you there's not a more apropos song for our detroit tigers right now than the lifelong tiger fan blues as performed by jeff daniels back in 2003 you know it's just it's tough you know we were talking about what the tigers need to do um and you know i'm just uh they just got to get better you know and <laughs> i know that's uh, <laughs> i'd be good with just better, better weather better weather would actually work it might You know, I was telling, um, Eddie was getting ready for, you know, coming back from his hip. And I remember telling Eddie that the weight room isn't for everybody. But then again, neither is winning and (laughs) neither is playing time. So, yeah. So,
1: Hey, when you're making a couple million and not worried about it. So. Tigers is a different little thing right now. We could could be on forever with them. You know what? They're fun to watch, though. Anything, any baseball game, you go down there in the afternoon, the sun's shining, you got a hot dog, you got a beer,
0: and you got ten other people,
1: <laughs> and, and yeah, as long as you go in a group. But I'll guarantee you, there's not many people watching the Tigers these days. They might be there not for the first there, no. two innings, and then they're upstairs or getting warm or whatever.
0: Well, in my lifetime, this is the first time you can get season tickets for the Detroit Tigers for twenty nine ninety nine a month. $29.99 will get you to every game for that month. And you got every game. Wow. Every wow. game for that, that might month. Might be a deal. And it's actually it's um on a recurring thing. So each month, you know, at the beginning of the month, they hit you for 29.99. If you don't want it, all you have to do is cancel.
1: That might right. be the uh, ticket of the uh, year because come next year, your tickets aren't tax deductible. Nothing. So when you're only spending 30 bucks a month, it's a lot better than spending what I do for those five tickets with the Red Wings. <laughs> and you're not getting a write-off. Okay? Well, we're
0: not talking about scabs I'm on the knees saying. there, Eddie. No, you no. teed that one right up. So with that, you know we're so glad to have Ryan Barnes, number 52, uh, a very productive member of the Red Wing alumni with us. We put him on a line with Kevin and Kip Miller. You would have thought it was the production line. Yeah, that's I, play, a good line. I play
2: with both uh, Kevin and Kip in Grand Rapids in different years, so I uh, learned a lot from those guys uh, back in the day, so yeah. that was fun.
1: Uh, not to interrupt, because I know you got a bunch of questions, but hats off to Ryan Barnes. Why is that? Uh, not only state champs of uh, Michigan, Maha, of the 03 level, which is 14-year-olds.
2: Yeah, 14 years. Yeah. He also
1: won the Nationals down in Charlotte as CompuWear with Ryan. So uh, thanks, hats Eddie. off. Thanks, uh, great little squad he's got. And uh, uh, Savages, oh, you got it written down. Well, yeah, well, then wait. You should have led with that. <laughs> no, he Lead went. with that. Well, he's in well. our studio, for God's sakes. Lead with some compliments right away. Well, the fact... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got we Noomi off his game now.
1: Yeah.
0: Jesus. <laughs> anyway, okay, so Ryan, tell us a little bit about your career, what you're doing right now.
2: Right yeah, now, uh, as, as Eddie, uh, I'm having a blast uh, spent spending time with uh, my son and, and coaching with Brian Savage. He played, uh, had a great career in the NHL, uh, coaching the boys together. Uh, we had a, a great season and uh, capped it off with uh, winning the uh, national, national championship uh, in April and uh, some coaching. I'm um, a partner with a DHG hockey agency. So obviously, uh, helping, helping up and coming what is players.
0: What does DHG do?
2: Uh, uh, we represent hockey players, uh, much the same as, uh, Eddie, Eddie's, uh, doing here. And, um, obviously some of our, uh, Andreas Athanasiou is a client of ours, uh, big game seven tonight for Mitchell Marner, one of our clients in Boston. So, uh, after this, I'm uh, going to get out of here and, and head home and, uh, and watch that from, uh, from home and, Keep our fingers crossed. that to be I, a big game. It's, uh, it's going to be Everybody's looking
1: huge. forward to
0: yeah, it. So, so what do you think on that? Toronto? Boston?
2: You know what? I, I think the Bruins look a little tired. Like I think the Toronto's la- got them over. The, yeah. the, like the the Toronto legs are a little young, younger and uh, they've got some confidence the last couple games, but uh, I don't think Boston's lost three in a row all year. So it should be uh, should be a great game. all I'm depends really looking on forward Rask. Rask and, and Freddie Anderson's had yeah. two in a row that are, have been yeah. unbelievable. So... That's that's a
1: huge Imagine one. Imagine that, goaltending. Imagine that.
0: <laughs> so with you, you know, you had the great success this year with the Maha, uh, with the O3s. And tell me a little bit about your coaching experience because you started with Peterborough.
2: Yeah. So, I, I mean, after I was done playing, uh, you know, everyone wants to stay close to the game and, and coaching <laughs> is about as close as you can get. And, uh, and well,
0: Eddie's a hanger on. So that's a little bit closer.
2: He uh yeah, so coaching is uh, is about as 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 close as you can get and uh I coached uh it was coached one year of junior, uh junior B in, in uh, my hometown or close to my hometown, Port Colburn. I grew up in Dunville and uh and then uh Kenny McRae, we had a lot of mutual friends and uh he was looking to hire an assistant in Peterborough. So jumped on board with, with the Peterborough Pete's and it was something uh when I talked to the general manager at the time I said, I don't really want to be moving all over the place. I uh, did that as a player and, and he's like I've been here 29 years so sure enough uh, 2 years into a 3 year deal the general manager was let go and I thought I thought I was going to coach forever and uh and that was a uh, a quick and short career and I kind of looked at my wife I said when we were packing up uh, our house in Peter Ross I, I don't know I don't know if we want to do this it's a it's a tough business and but I mean I'm really having a blast with the kids and, and obviously spending time, uh, with my son and, and, uh, again, we got a great little team and it's a, it's really enjoyable coaching those guys.
0: How'd you end up in the Detroit area then?
2: Well, my wife's from, my wife's from Michigan and, uh, there's, uh, teams forming down here for the, the, the Quebec Peewee tournament and had a chance to come in and, and coach a team. So, uh, it was kind of a perfect, perfect timing for her to, to move back to Michigan and, and, uh. That's how we we settled uh, settled here. It was kind of, we got uh, I got the the hockey side with the boys, and she got to be closer to her parents. So
1: when I was with IMG, I actually tried to recruit Ryan as an uh, as a client. Sure, uh, he had fired his agent. Me and Mike Barnett with IMG made a play for him. He turned us down, but
2: <laughs> I, but he well, regrets I, I, it. I, no, I, I, it's you know what I think, When you came to Windsor, it, it's. Uh, Eddie took me to Kelsey's in Barry. I think if he would have took me to Morton's, I would have got <laughs>
1: That's true. I took, I took him to the low end set. So, but, uh, no, no, I, I can honestly say I followed Brian because I had some kids that played in Barrie that he played with. Also St. Mike's. I had uh, um, got Mark uh, Popovic, Popovic. Yeah, Popovic was right? a good kid, yeah. So— I got to see Ryan in his, in his teens, and a heck of a hockey player, big, strong, power forward type. Followed him in Barry, and when we heard uh, he was a guy that we wanted to put into our uh, our organization, but he's done well. i got to tell you, I've been watching this team since he was at Bell Tire, and um, he, he's done very well as far as teaching the kids. So that that's an enjoyment in itself, watching these kids now that they're at a level where – a couple might go to the national program. A couple of savages uh, got commits from Miami, Ohio. So these are all things that coaches do. Okay. So it, it's, it's been a good ride, I think, for Ryan. and, yeah, and
2: it's, it's kind of pushing into that. Like, as Eddie said, some of those guys are deciding on schools. And so it's, it's pretty fun to be a small part of, uh, you know, these So kids. do you prefer
0: being a coach or being an agent?
2: You know what? Coaching is, is a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, there's some real enjoyable parts as that he could tell you as being an agent where, you know, whether it's their first NHL game or NHL draft, uh, you know, memorable moments in their careers, like those are fun when you've worked with the player for so long to go through. Um, you know, th- it's, it's enjoyable as well. Uh, coaching's completely different You're, you know, but they're both great. And uh, I mean, I'm lucky in my life that, uh, I get to do both and, and for now anyway. And, uh, once the kids are done. Uh, I think, uh, the book will close on the, on the coaching career, but, uh, I, you know, like I said, I love coaching. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, like, like when we get to with the alumni, like love getting there early, just being with the guys, you know, 45 minutes an hour before the game. Like that's, that's the best, you know, some of the best parts of, of, uh,
0: our evening. Well, there. it's good for me also when I can set line combinations and then Joe comes in and says, no, 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 we're not doing that at all. <laughs>
1: General Manager Newman. When did you become General Manager of the Alumni? Whenever Joe Coaster is not there. When he's not there. Or Elvis.
0: Wayne Presley. That was the great thing about this last game. Or George.
1: So I guess all three have to not be a a pair and then you take over. George is fine
0: now. Matter of fact, when we were doing, you know, we only had two centers, and the rest were all wingers, right? And so I'm looking at it. How do we do this? And Darren goes, you know what? Why don't you just have two centers? And then pair up the other wingers. So we're pairing them up, pairing them up, right? And Darren's like, well, I'm one of the centers. And Smoke is like, Newman, you know I'm a center. And I was like, I do know that, but Darren, right? And then at that point, Elvis comes into the conversation. And then he's like, Newman, you're not touching those lines. Joe told you not to touch those lines. You're not doing anything. And McCarty goes, hey, it's my idea. And he goes, oh, I knew that. I was just giving Newman shit. Well,
2: I, I sent When's the, the lo-
1: last time a GM has listened to a player? That's, <laughs> That's right. what I want to hear. That's right.
2: Co- coaches coach players play and managers manage them. You remember that. Well, that-
0: what's feds always tell me? Newman, you lay it out and I'll play it out. <laughs>
1: Well, that's coming from. Feds. I, I sent. Uh, <laughs> we have to I, put an asterisk. I sent Drapes.
2: I sent Drapes the lineup for Sunday's game. Uh, to he's over in Russia watching the U18s. I sent it over to him, and he asked me if I wanted to be on his line. I said I'm just happy to be there. I said you got to keep the keep the grind line together, so you might have uh, a few more people in your ear uh, on Sunday there near me.
1: Yeah, it's too bad Manny uh, had to bail out, but uh, it would have been great to play with Manny again.
0: Well, I'm not worried, only because you're in goal. And that's good because, you know, God love Lauren Knopf, but I'm not going to worry now about the other team scoring on us.
1: I am. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind you. I'll have nightmares that Lauren Knopf's in that lineup. You know, so did you meet your
0: wife when you were playing for Detroit? Playing
2: for the Griffins, uh, playing for the Grand Rapids Griffins. um,
0: So is she from the west side of the state? She's
2: from the west side of the state, yeah. Um, Yeah, we used to go to this restaurant all the time and, the manager of the restaurant was friends of hers and I made sure that I became close friends with the, <laughs> with the, with the, uh, the manager. And finally, uh, actually I think it took my parents coming into town. Uh, they just got a new Boston terrier puppy at the time. And, uh, and I had, was walking the dog and sure enough I, that the, the puppy was the, my way in and got my wife's number at the time. And, and, uh, it was history ever since. So, so yeah, so I got to thank my, uh, my uh, my parents. my boss and par my parents and my my boss and terrier puppy that uh, my parents uh
0: that's good stuff yeah. and so one of things, and a baby
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right one of, so but are you local to the metro detroit area now
2: <laughs> yes we we live uh, in Plymouth yeah. yeah yeah Plymouth yeah
0: nice city, great people oh, yeah. great high folks end, high end. <laughs> <laughs> my mom lives in Plymouth, so only the best yeah. live in plymouth yeah, and um, it gives you the opportunity to see Ozzy quite often. And hang out at the post the local bistro. It's like back in the Once day. In a while. Hey, wait a minute!
1: Stop the plugs. They're not paying us. <laughs> Ding! Stop the yeah. No, no, no. Ring that, ring that for wine right there. The
0: post right. has given us more than we can ever repay. How come I haven't seen any of it? You drank a lot of it, Eddie. It's kind of like
1: your money, right? <laughs> it's only that one night with uh, that charity thing. Uh, your the career, and Manny, behind the bar.
0: No, but your career at the post downtown. It's same people.
1: I never went to bars. Oh, Jesus! Your
0: DNA is over most of those couches. You know where it is? It's at
1: at jukebox. That's (laughs) where I went. Yeah, it was a speakeasy during Prohibition.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. So with that, um, you know, both of you are very fortunate. Um, Eddie and I were fortunate on Thursday night to be at the Ted Lindsay Foundation wine tasting event. And with April being Autism Month, uh, we've got the game coming up on Sunday at Fraser Hockey Land. Um, that's going to benefit the Ted Lindsay Foundation and autism. So every dime that we're taking in is all going towards. And, you know, there's a lot of different things about that game. Ted will be there. Um, it'll be good to see Ted. Um, Good to see Ted in good spirits. Uh, We're putting the grind line back together. So as you were alluding to, we'll have Draper, Maltby, Koser, and McCarty. So however they decide.
1: How come they get to play now all of a sudden? where's has been all year long? Now he plays the big games.
0: He's he's trying to find the new players. Well, this is our last game of the season. So he's trying to. Oh,
1: so that's the one-a-year game he plays with us. Now, on, on that note, though, it should be a great for the fans here. Should be a great event only because there's also, as Ryan and I know, a U16 tournament. So the, it could be packed. That arena, depending on whether they're, uh, the boys are playing or not, like the parents, it's a 2 o'clock. We're in the big rink. The other four, there's a big tournament going on.
0: Yeah, they've sold over 1,200 tickets for the Sunday game.
1: Yeah. And already. a lot of walk-in probably will come from the parents at this tournament.
0: For sure. So with that, wanted to um we posted the lineup and we'd like to thank Ryan Barnes fifty two uh for thank his you. consummate support there on Instagram of liking what we do there on Instagram. Uh so goalies, we've got Eddie Mio starting and then George Bowman is going to back up if needed. I don't see that happening, but it'll be an opportunity. Right? Defensive parents That would
1: piss him off though. If I play the whole game. <laughs> got to shut well, up you guys stay in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that's right>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance of that. You've you seen me play last Saturday. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: So we'll have the Hall of Fame defensive pairing of Chris Chelios and Larry Murphy. And then the second defensive pairing of Jason Woolley and then Craig Willannon, who's a Stanley Cup winner. Wow. Even we don't count
1: it. I might not get any shots. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: with that, and then you start putting your forwards together. Yeah, Draper, Maltby, McCarty, Kosar, uh, Mickey Redmond's going to be on the ice, Johnny O'Grodnick. Did you know that Johnny O'Grodnick was a five-time All-Star?
1: Unbelievable. Can you imagine that? Five-time All-Star.
0: Five-time All-Star. 50-goal
1: scorer. Do you also imagine that there had to be one from every team back when he played? <laughs> and Detroit was always terrible? But anyways, let's not get into that. Fedick, your old boy Kevin Miller, and of course Ryan
0: Barnes. So... I did the total on it. Go ahead.
1: Well, that lineup makes Dino, I saw the lineup, only as a GM. Dino can't crack the lineup. No, no, no. no. I- I are he after. is on the injured reserve. No, no, no. He can't crack that. He he's pretending he's injured. <laughs> he saw that lineup and he said, there's no way I'm playing in front of Barnesy. No you way. You know what? I yeah, I absolutely. you're absolutely, absolutely. right. So he's I, faking I... it. That's what it is. Yeah. That's
0: exactly yeah. what it is. So just by doing the math, you know, on the ice there's going to be four Hall of Famers and 26 Stanley Cups. That's awesome. Now, once awesome we lineup. add Dino and Ted into the mix, now we've got six Hall of Famers. 30 Stanley Cups. And we're not even talking about former captain of your Detroit weathering, Red Wings, number 14. What, 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 <laughs> Nick Livitt. Nick Livitt. And then, of course, the consummate goalie, the goalies goalie, a man's man. Phil Meir will be behind the bench also. Awesome. Okay. You you don't have
1: anything to say? I love
0: Phil. You, you know thought? what? Phil, He's part of the union. He is. And Phil's got a great story. Well, between... here's, here's the
1: thing. What we have to give a shout-out to all the guys that haven't been in the Detroit organization, how well they do. Like, this game that's coming up Sunday is mostly Red Wing guys because of Ted. But guys like Phil, they give their time. Other guys like Smolinsky uh, you, it, we we can go right down the line. Samsonoff. Samsonoff. Willanon, all these guys. Uh, Craig oh, Willannon. He's always in Elvis. 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 Elvis that, will be Elvis. playing on Elvis. Sunday. Oh, my God. But the point is. Patty Peek is a guy. I, I love Peeker, playing with Paddy yeah. is awesome. So there's there's lists that go on. Pee-wee Herman. We call him Pee-wee Herman. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, I mean. Yeah. but uh, I love that story. If it's not for these associate, uh, associate members that played in the NHL. Remember, they just said just as great careers as guys in the Red Wings. Oh, yeah, Reitz Kolstad. Reitz Kolstad. Kolstad. Uh, The list goes on. Lorne Noft. Well, no.
0: Finner. (laughs) Finstrom.
1: No. (laughs) Finstrom was a whirling dervish in Toledo. He was so fast. Well, yeah, okay. So what's your point?
0: And (laughs) Finstrom keeps... McCarty, kind of regulated.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: No, I think Mac does his own job. (laughs) He does do that. So so you can find tickets as walk-up. You can also go to the UAW Ford webpage on Facebook. They're talking about the game. There's a few tickets left. They're doing a pretty neat thing where um, for a $100 donation to the Ted Lindsay Foundation, you can get a picture, uh, an autograph from Koser McCarty. Draper, and Maltby. So you'll be able to get a full grind line, and they'll that's have awesome. pictures that's there awesome. available. Plus,
1: Ted, Ted will probably sign every autograph in the place.
0: Yeah, he will. You know, Ted is fantastic that way. there's special jerseys, um, and then they've been selling the jerseys from that game. Um, it'll be game used. So people have been buying those online. So after the game, you're going to have somebody come up to you. <laughs> Not you know, me, but that's okay. No, I believe yours is gone already. Wow. 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 Yeah, that's a good thing, right there. I'll make
1: sure I don't sweat in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you, it's just one of those days you're just throwing me completely off. You're just teeing them up. So, with we that. We haven't done a show together in a while. So We have not. I am trying to screw you up. And the other, so that'll be the final game of the season for the Red Wing alumni, and that'll turn. And we've gone through the season unscathed. We took no losses, we tied once. And that was up in Alpena. Not a lot we could do about that. Um, We got screwed at the end when the ref called that penalty shot. Yeah,
1: but it was also your fault. (laughs) You didn't have the boys in at St. Ignace curfew. That is correct. Uh, And we had to play the next day afternoon game. uh, Yeah. So that's all. That's my fault. for not doing a bed check. Yeah. That goes to you.
0: It's always my fault. Yeah. We know that. So that'll end this season. But our what we do as the Red Wing Alumni Association doesn't end. As we go into June, uh, we're looking at the LPGA Meyer Classic um, out in Grand Rapids. Eddie will be one of the celebrity golfers for the Celebrity Pro-Am. July, we've got the Red Wing Alumni Golf Outing. That's a good one by the way Always a good one So we'll keep you informed on that And then in August of course we've got the 10th annual This will be the 10th anniversary of the Joe Koser Foundation Celebrity Softball Game Which
1: is a great Great day day.
0: Yeah it's just uh, so much fun Um, And then September, we're going to get her going on the alumni side again. So we're going to continue to do shows, um, just probably not as frequently as once a week. Um, And Eddie bitches so much about having to be on air. And he keeps having his hand out. He wants a check.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What do you think? (laughs) This is all for charity, Eddie. I do enough for charity with those 25 (laughs) games that I do. And then everywhere at the, the golf outings. So, I'm kidding. This is, this is a joy. It's just I need to get back at Newman somehow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everybody does. Um, you know what? Before we go, um, the last thing I want to ask both of you now, we know that the Stanley Cup is going to grow smaller this year because it's got to add. So Ted's name is coming off the cup. Gordy's name is coming off yeah. the cup, right? Oh. That's a shame. It's a shame. Do you see another way to fix it?
1: Yeah. Start a new one. Ooh. Start a new one. What all right, the hell,
0: Barnsley. You haven't been drinking. What's your thought?
2: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a shame. All those players. Uh, I mean, the sacrifices they make to to get their name on that in the first place, you know. And yeah, I, I mean, that's. I don't know. I it's uh, they got to make it bigger. Make I mean, from 30, uh, these guys are pro athletes. They can they can lift it over their head if it goes from thirty five pounds or thirty seven pounds to forty two pounds. I think they'll be okay. Players are getting stronger and faster. Add another ring.
1: See what well, yeah, never mind the rings, though. You you look at me as if I'm nuts. Take the one that's current, you put that in the Hall of Fame, and you start a new one. What's wrong with that? You start a new Stanley Cup. It's not the original, but so what? We're talking about in the future, hockey should still be around for the next 40, 50, 60 years. What are you going to do? Take that level off and not not show the people who originally started? So – whether it's a, uh, a replica of the new one, uh, but somehow whatever's on that thing right now with Gordy and all the guys before us should go in the Hall of Fame and either you do a replica with that Hall of uh, – the one that's now and then start adding. But make sure that, that you don't disappear. Why should you disappear?
0: Yeah, it's an interesting concept. You know, I'm, I'm saying, with it's, you. It's yeah. Start
1: a new one. I mean we're talking about 50, 60 years we're still going to go. I mean we're not going to see it. But, and, that's,
2: and that's why it's the best trophy in sports.
1: Exactly. It is.
0: And it, it's not disagreeable. And that's why actually when I was talking to somebody the other day, we were trying to get the cup in for Ted's wine tasting. Right? And they said, you know, they just couldn't do it uh, for whatever reason. But it had been in town a couple weeks prior, you know, as doing one of those uh wine. I think
2: the Wounded Warriors. Uh, yeah, so the Wounded the- Warriors.
0: I just think at this point, because once a team wins it, right, then they all – are able to book time over that summer, uh, I just think if your name's coming off, it should, you should be allowed to have a cup day to get your final picture with the cup
1: Well, that's a good point too. I, I, I'm saying why does that cup have to go away? Why does the bottom half have to go or the yeah, the bottom half has to go away and you add one on the top? Why can't this one now, no more room, go into the Hall of Fame and start a new one? Start a new one. It's Barnes, still tradition. Starting a new one.
2: No, I, I I just think make it bigger. You know, I yeah, but there, there's, there's
1: 56. Yeah, I mean, it's eventually be the twin towers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you I, I understand yeah. what you want. You want the original in there, but sooner or later, when Rain, Wayne Gretzky's name goes off it,
2: yeah, that doesn't I mean, seem it, right. it
1: doesn't seem right. No, Crosby name goes off it. Are the new kids going to remember all those kids? So whether it's a replica of the it's one what, now, fifty
0: years though, it yeah. com- is it fifty or 65? It's, your name sixty-five? It's stays- every sixty-five
1: years you need a new plate. Is yeah. that what, yeah, what you're I saying? Can. Okay, well, I but still, whether it's a replica, you make a re- replica now of that new one. Okay, replica with all the names right now. Put it into the Hall of Fame and then do what you're saying. Take, uh, if you're saying every 65, now take the bottom. At least those names are on the cup.
0: Yeah. All right, and that's going to have to be the last word. We'd like to thank you once again at tuning in to episode Draper, episode 33. Thanks again to number 52 for the Detroit Red Wings, Ryan Barnes. Thank you. And number 41, Edward Dario Mule. We'll see you down at the rink, boys.